Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. This is uh, Deb from Media Night Radio. As you know, we have a special interview with uh, actress Diana DeGarmo. Uh, we would like to welcome Broadway actress and American Idol success Diana DeGarmo to our airwaves. So fans know Diana from her portrayal of Angelina Venez- Veneziano on the Emmy Award-winning daytime drama The Young and the Restless. Before daytime was in Diana's future, Diana rose to fame in 2004 as a runner-up on uh, American Idol. Diana was then offered a music contract by RCA Records, 19 Records, slash 19 Records, and released her first single, Dreams, Dreams, which debuted at number two in record sales and went number one on the Billboard U.S. Singles sales chart. Diana made her Broadway debut in Hairspray and performed the lead role in the national tour for Brooklyn, the musical, alongside one of her idols, uh, Melba Moore. Diana has also performed at Carnegie Hall in a tribute to entertainment great Neil Sedaka. She then returned to Broadway in the role of Sheila in the Broadway company uh, production of Hair. It was it was hair, not idol, that she met her boyfriend Ace Young. She has also participated in a USO tour for our troops and was inspired to write the song Thank You after this trip. Diana is also involved in many charities, both local and national, including Broadway Cares, Equity Fights, AIDS. Let's welcome Diana DeGarmo. Hi, Diana. Hi, good morning, good afternoon, good everybody. (laughs) How are you today? I'm fantastic. It's beautiful and sunny in Southern California, so I am a happy camper. (laughs) You like the sun then? Yes, I definitely love the sun. I grew up in the South, and I do miss the South, of course, and I think it's amazing the way I grew up, but... I have been a little spoiled by the Southern California weather, so I don't think I'm leaving anytime soon. <laughs> well, that's good to hear. Um, okay, so Diana, as you were you were saying, you were you were born in Birmingham, Alabama, but your family relocated to Georgia. What made your family decide to move to Georgia, and how has that upbringing influenced your music? Well, uh, my family, my dad wanted to start his own business, so he decided Georgia, Atlanta was the place to start his business. Uh, He sold uh, RVs and and trailers and and motorcycles of that sort, and he thought Atlanta would be the best place. So the whole family kind of up and moved when I was about three years old. And uh, the great thing is, like, I've always lived in the South my entire life, and up until the moment I went to New York to do Hairspray on Broadway, was the first time I actually lived alone by myself outside of the South. But, uh, yeah, the South definitely made its imprint on me. I grew up singing country music, listening to the Grand Ole Opry, driving up to Nashville and and seeing all the stars. And I even performed at Opryland when I was a kid, and I performed at Dollywood, uh, which is over in Pigeon Forge, uh, Tennessee, when I was a kid. And and it definitely had a a great impact on me and my my, uh, music stylings. (laughs) Hello. 
Did I lose you? Okay, so so Diane, are you playing at the uh, the the Opry Opryland? Is that correct? So Diana, you played at the uh, at Opryland, you said, in Dollywood when you were younger. Yes, I actually worked at Opryland when I was in the fourth grade, and and then in the fifth grade, I went and worked at Dollywood uh, with a wonderful, fantastic man named James Rogers. He had the number one show in the Smokies, <laughs> and it was amazing training as a young performer because. It was they were both full blown productions and I didn't realize it until of course much later in life how much free knowledge I got from working with those amazing performers and all of those wonderful, wonderful people and uh of course it is funny then to later go back when I did nine the nine to five tour and tell Dolly Parton, Oh yeah, I worked at uh your you know, theme park when I was a kid and she just thought that was a hoot. <laughs> Oh, that's that's awesome because you did do the tour of nine to five. That's right. Yes, just a year ago, which is which is crazy to think. Right after I got done with hair, uh, literally uh, a month later, I was out on the road with nine to five for a year, playing Dolly Parton. You know, wearing all of the accoutrements that you would think <laughs> Dolly Parton character would need. So I, I had a blast, and it was wonderful to you know to work with her so many years later. And, and now it's it's funny to think how many things are coming full circle. Absolutely. Um, okay, so obviously you were part of one of the biggest shows in television history, American Idol. Okay, were you ready for all the exposure that came with being on that show? I had no idea what I was getting myself into. <laughs> and that's the God's honest truth. I mean, you have this, when you audition, obviously you have some sort of idea, but it's it's mainly a fantasy. And, um, and I definitely got to see the good, the bad, and the ugly of the entertainment side. But the amount of opportunities that it bestowed upon me afterwards were just endless. And, and I was able to just take that ball and run with it. And luckily, American Idol is definitely a part of, of who I am as, as an artist now, but it's not the only thing I've done. <laughs> it was just the beginning of a, a, what I hope to be a very, very long journey. Absolutely. absolutely. Well, you're well on your way, lady, from all of all of the things that you've done already. Um, Broadway beckoned you. Um, what was the experience like being in a hit Broadway show like Hairspray? using your singing talent and combining it with your acting. Hairspray was the most perfect first Broadway show for me, um, not only because I was young and the company and the show and everybody was very supportive and, and um, uh, it, it was a happy show, and I got, but I got to be funny. I got to be something completely different that 
people that have seen me on American Idol had no idea I could do. And I loved being that comedic relief, the, you know, the goofball in the corner that, you know, while the rest of the show's going on, my character's just wandering around, chewing gum, and, and, and having, I had so much fun and complete freedom, and they were, they literally helped me learn that I could be a comedic actress. I always thought I was funny, because, you know, I believe I'm a ham bone at heart, but <laughs> it was nice to know that people also agreed, and, and, you know, the man who taught me the show, his name's Rusty, he was from Georgia, so he made... He, of course, made made me learning the show so much easier, and they were a wonderful family. And still, you know, five and six years later, I'm still friends with so many people I did that production with because they we all just became a big family. Now, uh, did did it teach you? Did it teach you something about yourself um, being in such a competitive arena as as Broadway? I mean, because theater now is like the second. Um, second television, in a way, because there's so many people that are in now or on Broadway. Yes, I truly, I, I learned to really trust myself, because going through Idol, I, I had confidence, but then when you get through, you go through so much criticism, and a lot of it is completely uncalled for, you kind of lose a little bit of, of your of your um, self-worth, self-worth in some way, which, is, which was hard, especially um, at 16, because you think, wait, why did I get you know, critiqued about something that I thought I did so well on, and then you just feel like you kind of get jumped in the mud. And the, the two years leading after Idol, I really worked hard on just rebuilding myself as a person, let alone as an artist. And when I went, and I auditioned for the show just like everybody else, and I went in, and I had not seen the production before, um, but I went in and I just read the script and learned the music and thought, this girl's really funny, but I, I don't really know what's going on, but I'm just going to go with my gut feeling. And I went in and, and booked the job by the time I landed back in Atlanta that night. And I, so when I got there and I, I got to do the show and I realized if I just trust my gut, I make people laugh, <laughs> which is the whole point of the show anyway. So I, I really, my self-confidence grew a lot back from the show and I, um, from doing hairspray. And I, I learned that if I just trust myself that I, I'm good to go. That's, Hey, that that is a great lesson for everyone, I think. Um, okay, so what I, – I know that you went and you lived in Nashville. What made you return to your country roots? When I was a kid, I had gone to Nashville and had, you know, tried to really break out into the country music scene and got – a lot of doors slammed in my face at a very young age. <laughs> so um, I went back in 2007 um, after CMT came to me and asked me to do a reality show called Gone Country. And they said, well, it's a songwriting competition. You'll get to write, co-write with these you know, huge top-notch Grammy Award-winning and you know, hit writers. And then whoever we believe has gone, has the most, gone country the most will win. And I thought, well, I can do that, and not only I had been writing, but never really been given the the opportunity to write outside of just my bedroom, so I was stoked to do that side, but also I wanted to get reintroduced to the country world, because I had wanted to do a country album with uh, right after Idol, but um, we kind of had two different ideas on the <laughs> thoughts about what the idea should be, and I went along with what RCA believed, and um, and, it, you know, it sold almost 200,000 copies by itself, but I believe if, if I had really been given a chance um, to, to do my music, 
we could have sold through the moon. But, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. So I went up to Nashville and did Gone Country and had a blast. Had so much fun. Um, met some amazing, funny, hilarious characters that I never thought I'd be friends with, like Dee Snyder and Bobby Brown and Maureen McCormick and Connie Wilson. <laughs> and I decided that I needed to move back to Nashville. And if I wanted to really go back to my roots, I needed to be where country music was. And I wanted to hone my, my songwriting skills. And I I was able to do that. I lived there for two and a half years, um, just really working hard and, and playing the playing the seat in the Nashville downtown scene, going from, you know, little bar to little bar singing and, and just meeting people. And, and finding myself as a person, and because uh, at that point I was only uh, 20 years old, <laughs> still trying to kind of figure out who I was and go back to my, myself again, and uh, and I was able to do that. Nashville is definitely my second home. Oh, you know I've heard that so much from so many people that Nashville is just everybody falls in love with it. Nashville is a wonderful town. I could be the national spokesperson for them. <laughs> I jokingly say that it's it's like a, a a little town with a big city heart. So there's always there's so much going on, uh, and more than just country music. There is rock music and pop music, and um and they always have something to do. And live music is always around, and it's just it's a great place. Good people, and I do miss it a lot. And I, I just wish the TV and film scene, which I'm now a part of, was in Nashville because then my world would be perfect. But, you know, now I guess I needed to leave it to even respect it even more. So maybe I'll make my way, or I hope to make my way back there very soon. I don't doubt that you will, Diana. I don't doubt it at all. Um, okay, so let's talk the young and the restless. What? All right. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what adjustments did you have to make working in this genre? As I know, daytime moves extremely quick. Yes, uh, the, the great thing that I found about um, the, about filming at Young and the Restless is that the level of professionalism is very much like a theater company in um, you have, and very much like being in a live show. It's either sink or swim. When you're in a live production, you have to do what you need to do at that very moment. There's no second takes. And they like to do a very similar thing in film because they are on such a tight schedule. They do so much in such a short amount of time that they love it. You can just do it in one take, and then they can move on to the next item. So um, I, I've been a, I think I was able to bring that to the table a little bit also. But they have just really helped me uh, – make my acting skills, I think, even better. Um, you have to sometimes remember that the TV screen is only so big, it's not the size of the stage, <laughs> which was, you know, my own personal mental note I had to remind myself. But the character I was playing is very over the top and very big, so I kind of could get away with a little more than the average actor. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about Angelina, she is a, a very quirky character, what what can you tell us about the character that will help fans understand what she is going through and why she acts the way she does? Yes. All right. Well, the best way to describe Angelina is she is a gum-smacking mafia pop princess. <laughs> she 
is a daddy's girl. She's gotten everything she's ever wanted in her life. Her dad has lots of money, but just because she has lots of money doesn't necessarily mean she has lots of class. <laughs> and she wants to be a singer. Now, when she first started on the show a few months ago, um, her singing skills were very, very rough. <laughs> and now she has, thanks to Devon and a few other amazing characters on the show, she has been able to grow into a, a singer that she looks up to a la Lady Gaga and um, all sorts. Of, she always references, you know, all these different artists she, she loves. And um, now she has also fallen in love with a poor, young, sweet man who is who she has completely thrown under the bus because she is completely infatuated with him. And, and through her infatuation, she has messed up his life royally. So now they are in the middle of all of these shenanigans, and she's goes one minute from being this wannabe diva with this really very thick Jersey accent to a very vulnerable side of her because she she truly is in love with Kevin, but she is seeing what she's doing is how how it's hurting him. So you get you it's a character that you love to hate but you hate to love. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes, you have brought like a vulnerability to her that I've seen uh over time. Uh, because in the beginning, obviously, it was it was very much you were the mobster's bratty princess, and but you do see that he brings out something in her that isn't there. Yes, yes. Angelina, there. Angelina definitely has a a tough, very hairsprayed, um, acrylic nailed, <laughs> uh, over jewelry uh, exterior, but on the inside, she's a girl just like everybody else. Absolutely, and and can get her heart broken just like anyone else. Oh yeah. Okay, so so now that you have covered the gamut of being in all genres of entertainment, is there one particular one that you prefer more than the other, and why? Well, music is my favorite because music was my first love, and music will always be my first love. And I truly feel I can just be myself. And I love acting. I'm having a blast being a character actress. I love putting on somebody else's life for a little while and just living in their shoes and and seeing how how their life feels. But I love being able to go home at the end of the day and wipe off whatever character and just be Diana, the the girl from Georgia who sings country music and and loves to just be herself and and she's kind of a, I'm kind of a hippie at heart <laughs> which was the best connection for me and hair when I played Sheila but uh, yeah I, I love music the most. Uh, well, so are we to expect in the future a country album possibly? Though? Oh. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Actually, um, there is a lot in the works that I wish I could tell you at this moment, but it's just a little too soon. But in the next few weeks, uh, there will be lots of new music debuting. If everyone wants to keep up with me, they can go to youngbrothersentertainment.com, and that's Y-O-U-N-G-B-R-O-T-H-E-R-S, entertainment, also fully spelled out, dot com. And you can see, you can listen to clips of my music and see on my bio in case anybody else gets curious. But all of those songs and uh, will be released, and we're shooting a music video for a new song soon. So lots of lots of stuff is about to unveil, and I'm very very excited about it. Oh, absolutely! You heard it here. 
guys. So there's you guys did. You get the you get the official hot news right off the press. <laughs> right here, right here. Um, okay, so wow, uh, you've got a lot you've got a lot going on. Uh, obviously, in the future, and a music video as well. We'll look forward to hearing that and seeing that. Um, but uh, switching gears a little bit. You, I understand you entertain troops in South Southwest Asia on a U.S. at a U.S.O. tour, and you wrote the song after this trip. Thank you, um, because the trip inspired you. What What was the one thing that 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 left a lasting impression on you from that tour? Wow, the U.S.O. tour overall was probably the most life-changing experience I have had to date, um, just as a, as a person, as, as, from the literal core, center core of me. Um, we went to 13 countries in seven days, and I was touring with the uh, Joint Chief of Staff, who at the time was General Peter Pace, and uh, um, it was amazing because we went from countries where we stayed in five-star hotels and, and to sleeping in tents in the next city, and uh, we performed on all every size stage and production kind of value you could imagine, from you know a little bitty pop up tent to the back end of a trailer to a full blown you know arena almost. Uh, and there, I, it was amazing to see how thankful they were that we were there just to give them a glimpse of home of home for two seconds. And and then the honesty, we kept saying, wait, uh, we're not the ones out here in the middle of literally nowhere. Um, uh, fighting for our country, and they're going through things that we as civilians will never be able to fully understand. And I come from a military family, and my brother is still serving. My grandfather served in the Air Force. My uncle both served in the Air Force. My brother's in the Army, and and he served several tours over there. And we we as like I said, as civilians, don't quite. We try to sympathize, but we don't we don't get it. Yeah. And um, and I got to see just a slight glimpse of it, and it was very eye-opening, and um, and so I went throughout the tour, and we had a blast. I just wanted them to have fun. I mean, and General Pace was also a great sport. He got up. We were doing conga lines with the troops and having fun, just letting them know that we care about them and what we think about them, but we wanted to let them kind of, you know, relieve their minds for a little while. But when I got home, um, I was talking with my brother, and, and I, you know, was telling him about the trip, and, and I said, oh, what? What what can we say to you all to make to let you know how much we appreciate what you do? I just don't feel like we could what we're doing can ever be enough. And he said, sometimes a simple thank you is all we need to hear. And it just stuck in my head. And so he, I wrote it with a went back to Nashville and, and met up with a couple friends. And I said, we really have to write this song. And we it, the song just literally poured out from the three of us so beautifully. And uh, we couldn't be more proud of it. And I love to sing it at any you know, uh, Memorial Day weekend, Veterans Day, anything. I love singing it because it it does feel like it is just the two seconds that I can I can give back and let the troops know how much we we really want to say thank you. Oh, wow! Yeah, that. Yeah, you're bringing tears to my eyes. <laughs> um, yeah, our troops are something that uh, I hope everybody appreciates and loves, and we thank them and we thank your family for serving, my family served. Um, we thank them for everything they've done 
for us always. Always. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> um, what would you say, Diana, is the one thing that's, that, that fans would not know about you? One thing. Oh, one thing that fans would not know about me. Um, oh, golly, I'm pretty open with my fans. So I'm trying to think. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, golly, let me see. Do you think, you know, uh, one thing that fans would not know about me? I'm, a, I'm asking them, what? They wouldn't know about me. I'm asking the room. I need my peanut gallery to keep it. Oh, okay. He says that I'm an amazing cook. I do love, love to cook. And I, now living in a house with multiple people, uh, mainly men, <laughs> me, uh, I, I have really grown a love for cooking. And uh, my current adventure has been Indian food. And so far, so good. <laughs> oh, wow. So she's I, a cook, guys. Yes, and, and and currently, um, I I love also southern food, of course. So it's fun to introduce foods that the guys are going. Now, what is this called? And what is this? So I I have fun bringing the south to Southern California too. Oh, that's that's awesome. Well, I think you're going to have to make me a dish then. Okay, anytime you you name oh. it. Oh, awesome. Okay, well I'll probably take you up on that. Um, okay, so, well, we want to thank you for taking this time with us. We're excited. Maybe when uh, your video and your new um, album is out, you'll come back and visit us? Of course. Of course, of course. You guys are, you all are so lovely and so supportive. So anytime you need anything, you just let me know. <laughs> oh, you are a doll. Okay, um, if you would stay on the line just for a second, let me just wrap the show up. Uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, tuning in, and uh, uh, we will be back, I'm sure, when Diana has her new music. We will have her live, I, I am hoping, by video, so we'll, we'll work on that as well. Everybody have a good afternoon, and this is Deb signing off from Media Night Radio. Yeah.